0: Yo, what's good? It's just Ily Young, the host of the Redesign Destiny podcast. So yeah, um, I know I don't really be checking in too much on here, but um, the Lord, he been he gave me a couple dreams last night, so and. Um, <clears throat> Although they're personal dreams, um, the last dream is, um, one that I feel like everybody could probably be involved in and it's prison ministry, you know? So I don't know if you guys are familiar with this or not, but you can go online and like, um, go to like, they got websites for inmates to where inmates can have like pen pals and you can get their J which is like an app you can put on your phone and you can get like their inmate number and you can, um you can begin to write them, you know, correspond with them. And that actually brings them a lot of life because Just like, um, just like us being on our phone, you know, we, we check our inbox or our DMs and there's messages there, you know, from new people that we meet. It's a, it's a dopamine trigger. You know what I mean? It's like getting Christmas gifts on Christmas or something. You know what I mean? So that is extremely heightened for the inmates who feel like outcasts and just completely detached from society? You know what I mean. And um, sometimes I think you know because this path, this path that we on as Christians, um, trying to trying to be you know very obedient and, and focused on the Lord, um, it takes a toll on you. You know what I mean? Because we're social beings. You know we're social creatures. And, um, you know, like I said, it's not good for man to be alone. So sometimes I get myself in trouble when I get lonely and it isn't just me. A lot of people, they get like that, you know, and even though they might not want to be around certain people, they end up doing it anyways, because they're just going crazy in isolation. You know, isolation is such a powerful word and it's deep because, I think we all go through that at time, but anyway, um so this last dream I had, um uh, I was in prison, you know what I mean, and it was segregated, you know what I mean, and um what I noticed though there's a lot of young people in there too, and I'm talking about like young like kids, I'm not talking like teenage kids, I'm talking like like elementary school kids and middle school kids, you know what I mean? And of course dreams are symbolic, you know. And I know for God is giving me the message to get back on to to finish this seventh book. And really to I gotta fix this the sixth book I wrote. It's called Kind Those That Glow because um I made it like a real visual book where it's like colorful with a lot of images. And that just made the price ridiculous, you know. So I got to go in there and make a black and white version so it's cheaper. And that's that. That's the last book I wrote and I never shipped it to the prisons. And I've been meaning to, but I've just been getting beat up by the devil. You know, all year I've been getting beat up by the devil. And I know that in order for me to, to get back to the books, I got to have some type of good rhythm going with my job, you know, my work, my work life need to be, be secure. And it's not, it's not secure right now. So I don't know if the Lord is going to tell me that he's going to help me in that area with my job so that I can have some type of job security. Um, But I need it, you know what I mean? So, and it's tough working for other people when I've been self-employed for so long. But at this point, I really don't care because the bills need to get paid. So I've been applying I've been applying for a lot of different jobs One One I'm really attracted to So hopefully I can land that And um, it involves some travel And I like to travel But um, anyway um, So in this dream um, It was weird Because one of my dad homies was in the dream and, so that was weird, you know, and I knew that there was a lot of Puerto Ricans, and when I seen the Puerto Ricans in the dream, I already knew, like, this was personal, because I started this pen- this prison ministry with one of my um, closest friends, he's Puerto Rican, his brother's in prison, who's also Puerto Rican, so it started with him, you know what I mean, and, um, and he been reaching out to me, I gotta check my JPEG, but, um, he been reaching out to me, but i just been so busy, so I'm gonna check that, when I get done with this, touch base with him, and, uh, get this, get the prison ministry, fired up again, but you know, you just need time, you need time to, to, to write the books, and, um, I'm like, I've been trying to do that and the music. I, like earlier in the dream, I had a, a, a dream about launching my radio station. Like an actual radio station. Because I don't know if you know this, but you can buy um, these frequency transmitters to where you can, just like you can have a radio that receives signals. You can buy a transmitter that transmits onto a frequency So, I did that back in the day, actually, you know, years ago. And I would just do it for like my block or my neighborhood. So, I would put all my music, you know what I mean, like on an MP3 player. And then I would plug it to the transmitter. And then I'd be playing my music like 24 7 on this radio frequency. And I hide, like, they got open radio frequencies, like open radio channels but I hijacked like the popular one, (laughs) you know what I mean, so anytime somebody was listening to that radio station, as soon as they drove by my house, it would switch over to my radio station, because my signal would be stronger, if you're driving by my house, actually, I had like up to almost like a, probably quarter mile to half a mile radius, which is actually a lot when you're in the city, because it's so compacted, you know, that, you know, you're actually reaching, like, whole neighborhoods. So it was funny, but I would just do it to, like, trip trip my custody out when they come over. I'd be like, hey, man, uh, turn on your radio station real quick. My song on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I knew no matter what time you put it on that station, it, my song would be on. And it was a way for me to make sure, to check that it was still working. You know what I mean? And so I'd be tripping people out they were like man I was listening to it for like you know five minutes and then I even got on the freeway and it was like they could carry the frequency so I thought that was kind of cool too so I don't know how that works but they was able to carry the frequency with them a little bit you know so they go out of the zone out of the radius and they still be listening to it a little bit got a little bit more choppier but they could still hear it so um, the first three. I had, um, God woke me up at like 118, I fell asleep listening to um, Pastor Patrick Winfrey, because, you know, he broadcasts live a lot, and, you know, I try to be in church 24-7, like, all all day, every day, I'm I'm on somebody's church channel, on somebody's ministry, you know what I mean, because that's the times we live in, like, we just got to do that, I gotta fast, so make sure I'm back to my fasting every day. Think the other night I went to like nine thirty ten, something like that. Yesterday I went to five thirty, so just make sure I give you know the first half of my day to the Lord, and um, just getting back into like a militant, disciplined schedule. And uh, I fell off a little bit, you know. I'm, I know we're here to master physicality. I know we can do that only through Jesus, and one of the three, you know, there's like three things that I noticed with myself that kind of get me off track, um, well, there's more, you know what I mean, but some of the major ones is boredom, um, laziness, and the biggest one is distractions, you know, because the flesh wants to be pleased, the flesh wants to be engaged in carnality, you know, pleasing the flesh, so, and when you're, like, on a super strict discipline, um, routine, and you don't feel like there's a payoff, like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, then you get, you know, probably bored or irritated, and, um, and it leads into the, to, to, to Being lazy a little bit And getting distracted It's like I was telling my friend last night I was like um, You know When things are going good The boss might not be On your your back Telling you what you need to fix And what you need to to do right Because everything's flowing You know If your phone's working You're not going to take it to the phone store To have it fixed If everything's working It's working So that's kind of how it was with like me and the Lord, like things was just, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but I wasn't getting like the pat on the back, so to speak. And I'm laughing now because I remember like a year or so ago, Jesus came into my room and put his hand on my back, but it was more like, I know what you are about to go through type of thing. You know what I mean? And I didn't even know what I was about to go through. But it's been torturous, 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 torturous. I mean, it's so torturous to the point where you don't want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even want to be involved in it anymore. And then it's never-ending, so you don't feel like you're ever going to come to the point where it's not. And see, that's what people don't understand. When you're doing what God wants you to do, it's not smooth sailing. You know what I mean? Like, I know I posted something the other day from... Um, yesterday from Dr. Keenan and I'm kind of up in the air about him a little bit so I don't really post too much of him and I'm not knocking him but you know he'd he be on TV a lot like either he's acting in, in TV shows or movies or he's on Sid Roth but he's a he's a public figure you know what I mean and you could see yesterday he was talking about how things dried up and it wasn't supposed to be that and it kind of Led a little bit into, like, prosperity or whatever. And, um... Just the way he was delivering the message. Like, he was like, shut up, shut up. And hush, hush. Or whatever he was saying. And I was just like, eh. It was kind of rubbing me the wrong way. I still post things, though. Like, even if I don't agree with with everything. Because I know I got an audience out here. And, you know, everybody is different for everybody. You know what I mean? So, I don't judge like i'm not I'm not that type of dude for real, like obviously we all have our little quirks, and we all have perceptions and opinions about stuff, so that's a little different from judging but i'm I try to be transparent to where like if it's something that's up with me, the Lord will show it to me, and I'll post it and that i mean there's proof in this podcast of that now some some episodes are for membership only. Um, but for the most part, um, I would say at least ninety percent of the stuff I post is free and public. So um, there's only a hand, there's only a few couple, really of members that I'm aware of. Um, so, but I'm trying to post more for them, honestly, because. They're paying two ninety nine a month, so they have to ask something. So um, that's what this will be for them, and I won't have this public. But um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, speaking to God on Judgment Day, you know, when we're in front of Him, excuses are not going to fly for Him. Right, because he knows all of the opportunities that he gave us, and we squandered away, right, so I feel like prison ministry anybody can can do that and be detached. you know what I mean, in a sense from that, because um anybody can order a book for an inmate and send it to an inmate, and the return address is Amazon, <laughs> you know what I mean, so it's not like they're gonna have your personal address, you know. And if you want to speak to them, they got it set up to where you could do it online. Sorry, you do it online through the app. And they also, now the prison might have your information, but I think it, I think the the people are shielded and you could always give like dummy information. Like it doesn't have to be real information, obviously, but, um, and there might be even another way where you could just contact the prison and ask if you can order books to their library, you know? But, um, we need to spread the gospel. We have to do it, and God understands that not everybody's comfortable being uncomfortable a lot of people aren't comfortable sharing the gospel. I share the gospel a lot everywhere I go, like I really try to do it on my clothing because those are conversational pieces. I actually just created a new hoodie. it's on my store. I ordered it um I don't even know what I called it. But um, it's under the men's section. And um, I'm excited about it because it's like a golden black windbreaker. And I know windbreaker material. I know the print is going to be nice. It's going to be a lot crispier on that than on clothing. Because, you know, the cloth, you know, compared to whatever that polyester plastic material that they use for the windbreakers which is crazy because they charge just as much for the windbreaker if not more i think they charge more for the windbreaker than the hoodie but there's like um extra inside panels and stuff like that the facing or whatever for the windbreaker so um and uh yeah so and see my cousin he going to vegas so he wanted me to do a hoodie for him and i'm like well dang i ain't did me a hoodie in a while so i did i did one of mine's and it's pretty good it's pretty quick turnaround man it's really like 10 days you know if you're in the u.s that's pretty quick turnaround for that um but yeah man i got like a lot of ventures like anyways back to the dream um so God did show me in that first dream that there was going to be something. So I don't know. I mean, it's all symbolic. So maybe I'm not going to actually get like, because I was in like a supercar, I was like a Bugatti or something. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, I, I lived in like a high rise building in the city. That's how the dream started off. And I just jumped off the balcony and I was so high up in the building when I jumped off that I was... I was falling, free falling. I could fly. So it wasn't like, you know, falling, falling, but I was like flying down and I, there's a whole bunch of clouds. And that's when I got a little bit nervous. So I went through the clouds and then after I went through the clouds, I was still free falling and I f- basically flew all the way down to the ground. And I knew I had like two cars. I jumped in in, in one vehicle, and then I knew there was something where I was getting like 20 grand deposited into my bank account, I remember being happy about that, and I know 20,000 isn't a lot, but it is to me, it is to me, because there's, I think this week I made like $300 this week, you know, so I am struggling, you know, and then I still got to put gas in the car. Because I drive for a living. So now you're really looking at less than 300 this week, you know? And um, so, yeah, it's been super stressful. You know what I mean? Like, I just get tired of it. You know what I mean? I get tired. I'm so tired. I'm tired of, I don't know. The the self-employment's different that I'm doing because... I can't charge the prices that I want to charge. Cause I'm working through apps and other companies and these companies rip us off tremendously. Like it's not fair at all and they don't care. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I'm kind of stuck. It isn't just me. All the drivers that I work with, we're all stressed out and we're all complaining every day. Like these company, these billionaire co- company corporations, they're really getting rich off of us. It's slavery. They know it, like, we're making crumbs, and I'm just like, you know what, I've been eating, I've been surviving off crumbs my whole life, that's, I'm, I'm in the gutter, like, I'm out here, front line, doing this stuff, you know what I'm saying, and I'm not complaining, it is what it is, like, I definitely feel like I'm a soldier in foreign territory, and I'm digging out of the garbage cans to get my food, to get my sustenance. You know, so I'm trying really not hard. I'm trying hard not to complain to the Lord, but it just breaks you down because you're just waiting for some type of blessing. And that's when I backslide because I'm like, man, you know what? It's never going to get better. I'm tired of it. Like, I don't even care. Like, I don't want to go to the dark side. Like, it's not about that. It's not like backsliding for me is not about Going to the dark side—it's about getting God's attention. Like, hello, did you forget about me? Like, if you're not go- if you're not gonna work with me, if you're not gonna help me, then I don't want to be here. There's no need for me to be here. Like, I'm tired of it. You know, and I'm not talking about a season. I'm talking about a lifetime, a struggle, a lifetime of struggle. So, like, when I hear Keenan talking about like, yeah, the money's dried up, and I'm like, you got money? Does the other lady I posted? She she lives in the Dominican Republic. She 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 says she got like twenty thousand dollars in a month. So that's why the twenty thousand was significant to me because I'm like, dang. And I'm like, I did get that demonic thought, like I should go into ministry. And I'm like, no, that's the wrong reason because I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna be like that going to the ministry for her. Like I'm not saying that's what she did. You know what I mean? But who wouldn't want to live in the Dominican Republic? You know what I mean? Like she seemed like she's somewhere tropical. She always looked like she got a tan. She's always happy. When she's broadcasting from her house, I'm like, dang, she got a house. I don't even got a house. Like I'm in an apartment with no back door, no stove. <laughs> um yeah, no stove, no dryer. Um let me stop complaining, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh thugonomics out here, man, you know. And I talk to a lot of people that are really blessed, you know what I mean? And I don't, and I'm not hating on them. I'm cool. You know, like I love, I love when people are blessed. I just kind of wish sometimes the Lord uh, would look out for the kid, you know what I mean? Cause I need it and I'm doing so much with so little, so little. Like I was just thinking like, I've been sticking up them stickers probably as long as I had this podcast. And I remember when I ordered the stickers, I ordered like 5,000 at a time. And I done did that like five, six different times. So I'm like, man, that's at least 30,000 stickers that I done stuck up, you know, by myself. Now there's times like I will hire people. Like I remember when I was Ubering, I picked up one dude and he was trying to get me to like pick him up like as his personal driver from from every time he got off work but he got off work at different times and he got off late and I'm like bro I don't always work late (laughs) you know what I'm saying like I'm not always scoot you know scooting around here around two three in the morning you know what I mean so I'm only doing that when I I really got to pay bills you know and I got to work overtime and I'm working 14 hour days or something I think the longest day I worked this month was 17 hours so I went in at 7 a.m and I got off at midnight so 17 hours, man, you know what I mean? Struggling, struggling, struggling out here. And I'm and you, you got to think I'm not getting normal money, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting less than the average. And um, so you got to work twice as hard, three times as hard, and it wears on you. And all I ask the Lord for, let me sleep, man. Let me sleep. Give me my rest, Lord. That's all I ask for. You know what I mean? Because I'm not trying to be greedy. I'm just like, man, Lord, please, if you're going to run me through the ringer, at least get, let me get my energy so I can deal with these beatdowns. That's all I'm asking, Lord. Just give me give me some sleep time. And I, when I'm talking to the Lord about giving me sleep, man, I'm like, I don't want to be attacked in my dream. I don't, I don't want to be dealing with witches in my dream. I want to be dealing with wizards and warlocks. I don't want to be dealing with demons and unclean spirits and familiar spirits and principalities uh or demonic creatures or incubus or succubus spirits trying to have sex with me like I'm I need sleep, Lord, please. And I'm like, if you and I'm like, if you're not gonna give me sleep, then give me a, a dream to share with somebody. If if you if you gotta disturb my rest, Lord, at least let it be so I could give a message to somebody. You know what I mean? This is between me and God. Like this isn't This isn't a boast and a bragging. It's none of that because I know that I'm only here because God created me. So I'm just trying to get the job done and go to non-existence if that's what's next. You know what I mean? I know it isn't, but I need rest. And I know rest is in the picture, you know. So, yeah, I mean, maybe people do things for the wrong reasons. And I hear hear people preach on it like, oh, if you only follow God and not go to hell, you you not real. And God's checking your heart. And that ain't going to do. I hear people talking for God all day long. And it's just like, you know, who cares? You know what I mean? Like what they think about people, because that's how I got involved in this, because I didn't want to go to hell. I didn't know God would love him. I didn't know God enough to where I could say I love the Lord. It was lip service. It was just like, what? What do I got to do? You know, it was desperation. It was just like, I just don't want to go back to hell. So what? It just I was waiting for it to click. Like I was going through all the motions, waiting to see when it would click, when I would really love the Lord, when I would really start to feel like all these other Christians out there talking this and that. It didn't happen like the conventional way. You know what I mean? So like, I, you know, we got to be careful. You know, my heart is for the hood. My heart is for the hood because I'm in the hood. I live here in the hood. I deal with these situations and circumstances every day that everybody around me is going through. So I, my heart goes out for them because we're going through these same obstacles, these same hurdles, these same problems. Like all all these Issues that that we go through I go through that with, with With everybody around me equally And we know we hear We see each other's faces every day We step out of our Our apartments You know what I mean I work in, in The area that I live in Sometimes I try to venture out And go to nicer areas because Poverty is depressing And you want some hope You want to venture out of your neighborhood and see what else is out there, you know, but that comparison is a thief of joy sometimes. And it leads me to being more depressed to just realizing that I'm trapped, you know what I mean? And that's painful, you know, knowing that you're trapped anyways, back to the prison dream, um, I was talking to some dude Between the glass Even though we was in prison I was talking to some dude in the gl- Between the glass And it was just like A lot of these dudes Just wasn't Feeling me On one side of the prison On the other side of prison Where there was the younger people They were a little bit happier I seen Some girls She And that was cool. We were I was in prison with women too Because I sent my book To the prison ministries As well So that's probably Why there was different sides But There was guys on that side too And um one girl she had like her whole body was just filled with like acne. she had like bumps all over like red pimples all over her body. I wasn't trying to judge her in the dream. I was just something I noticed. you know what I mean. There's just a lot of people in prison is what i what the dream pretty much let me know and in the prison, everybody was free roam like there's people that was walking around there's a movie theater in there somebody was going they were going to the movies there was like free pizza and um but at one point I was t- talking to some dude through the glass And it was like he was super hard And gangsta, gangster killer You know, I was trying to talk to him Like I, knew- I felt like I was trying to share the gospel with him or something And some big dude came up And kind of pushed me out the way So he could go talk to the dude And when I was walking away He reached his leg backwards And tried to trip me And I'm like, mm. And I'm like, I had to think for a second because it kind of made me mad, you know what I mean? But I'm like, nah, man, I'm gonna just walk away. And then later on, <clears throat> some guys came up and they were spraying this stuff on me, and I didn't know what it was, but they were spraying something on me. I thought it was mace. And they like, you need to go over here and deal with this dude. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. And one, some other dude came up and sprayed me with some stuff. He was like, oh, you gonna go over here and hide? You gonna hide? You ain't going to face 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 this dude? You ain't going to deal with him? So I'm like, all right, let's do it. You know what I mean? Because I ain't no coward. So I'm like, bet. So I walked over there. And the dude was a lot shorter, I noticed, this time. But he was sitting up on the bench, and he had, like, I don't know, 15 dudes around him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, man. What's up, bro? You disrespected me. You stepped on my shoe or something like that. And I'm like, I ain't stepped on your shoe. He's like, yeah, you did. I'm like, man, all I know, I was talking to dude You came up you, you pushed me out the way And when I was trying to walk away I got mad that you put your hands on me You know what I mean? But I let that slide And I knew when I said that They all kind of got offended <laughs> He's like, what? You let what slide? Because it's a gang of them, right? So I kind of walked And I'm like, but when I was walking away You reached your leg back to trip me He's like, man, all I want to know is When you tripped me Was it intentional or was it an accident? I'm like, bro. I looked him dead in his eyes. I leaned down, so I was face to face with him. Seen all the dudes getting kind of close when I got close to him, and I'm like, bro, everything I love. You know what I mean? Like I don't care what nobody think about me. I didn't even. I I promise you, I don't think that I tripped you. If you if if I did, it was an accident because I would not intentionally. Just do that to, to to nobody. You know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm solo dolo. You know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not trying to get anybody way, and I'm trying to just stay out the way. I don't want no problems. You know what I mean. And he was just like, okay, shook his head. Everybody kind of backed up a little bit, and then as soon as I started walking away, he started laughing and speaking in Spanish, and I assumed because. Of the programming in life through TVs and stuff, people are programmed to immediately gossip as soon as somebody walks away. It's just something that people do, you know what I mean? I deal with it here all the time, you know what I mean, in in everyday life. I'm in the hood anyway, you know what I mean? But I just deal with it all the time. Gossip is a big, big, big problem. It's It's a spirit that the hood deals with a lot. Among selfishness and greed, you know what I mean? And arrogance and pride. I mean, there's a lot. There's a list of them, you know. list of spirits to overcome, you know what I mean? I've overcame a lot of them. I'm not perfect. I still got a lot I need to work on for sure. Um, But I know the Lord want me to focus probably on this podcast a little bit more, you know what I mean? Because it's reaching people. And um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to focus because I ain't going to lie. This, uh, I've been getting hammered and it, it affects the podcast. You know what I mean? Because if I'm not focused, then I'm not uploading. And I'm not, and it isn't just me not uploading, but the powers that be, the demonic power, prince of the air, he he's blocking at least a good 30, 40% of what I'm trying to upload. He's doing all kinds of weird stuff. You know what I mean? Um, it's 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 been an issue. And I don't even want to get into it. Because the more I get into it, the more I give them ammunition to try to, to mess with me. Because then they know what's working and what isn't working. And then obviously they're going to focus on doing what's working. Um, thankfully, there's other search engines. There's other methods. And there's always one... Method I could always do Which is just record it The stuff Like I'm recording this But Um Yeah it's just a lot It's just a lot man It's a war You know And I'm a one man army out here Because I don't really know anybody Who um Going through it The way that I'm going through it You know what I mean Because everybody got their different beliefs You know what I mean And And This person could believe that Then It's already Um division and we supposed to be about unity. You know what I mean? And even some of the the episodes I post, some of these people, you know, like the dude that talks about the Bible codes from fault line ministry or whatever, fault line grace. Um, he don't allow comments on his, on his page. So he posts what he want to post and it's all about Bible codes. And then he, he thinks that one of his homies is one of the two witnesses, And I don't know, like, I'm not not judging him at all. I don't, I'm still learning, (laughs) you know what I mean? But some things, you know, it's just, it's a (laughs) lot. It's a lot, like, I'm not knocking it because that could be the truth and I don't want God to be mad at me. Like, that really could be one of the two witnesses that's here or whatever. I'm not doubting it, but I just know that he was talking about the earth, you know, revolving around the sun and it was just like, uh, I thought we I thought we all came to the conclusion. I can't say that we all came to the conclusion um <clears throat> I know with my friends in my inner circle um I've definitely you know tried to guide them in the right direction to do their research on the flat earth, but I posted an episode about all the scripture, you know, but honestly man, just look just look at the sun. you can tell the sun is moving. Um, and you can see clouds behind the sun. You're never, how are you going to see clouds behind the sun if the sun isn't local? So, um, ask God to show you clouds behind the sun. Ask him to show you it. He'll have you look up at that exact moment that you need to look up at it. I've seen it before. You know what I mean? So I know, but not just that, um, I don't want to give too much out. But I work with the company that um, launches weather balloons and they got cameras on them, you know. Now, they say they're doing it for like real estate purposes, insurance and stuff like that. But you really never know if that's accurate. And even if it is accurate, how secure is their websites? I mean, how do we know that those websites aren't getting hacked, you know? So... Either way, if there were satellites in space, you'd be able to see them um even 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 with the chemtrails you'd still be able to see them and um, so for some reason, I do feel like those chemtrails are gonna play some type of role in um project blue beam with um you know the holographic images Because um, even with nine eleven you can see that there was, uh, some footage where there wasn't the a plane hitting the towers and the towers just exploded. So you knew that those were, um, construction explosions, you know what I mean? Specifically to bring down a building and then they, they superimposed the, um, holographic image of the plane, you know, hitting the building. So, um, but everybody you know a lot of people that people are waking up right now, you know, so I kind of been ahead of the curve a little bit for my generation, i think um at least with the music and stuff like that I was just uh <clears throat> I got all my old secular music on free age music group at a uh, on youtube free age a g e music group. So you just type in at Free Age Music Group um, on YouTube. And I'm not trying to get people to listen to it, but I'm just saying like, you know, that's what I did. I'm an artist. You know, I'm a recording artist. I've been making music my whole life. And um, I got like the 42 albums that I did there and some of the older music there. You know, I'm like, like there's one mixtape I did. It's called Why Exist, Why Not? That's actually probably fairly new, because it was between, 2010, and 2020, probably earlier, 2010, like 2013, or something like that, 2012, was kind of like a big year though too, if you remember, Um, as far as like, with the, just like 2000 was, I remember 2000 being a big year, because everybody thought the computer, everything was going to reset, you know, but, uh, I think, Everybody knows like the Aztecs or the Mayans and all them were like Satan worshipers and stuff. Even when Mel Gibson did that Apocalypto movie, you could tell that they were sat- Satanic, like crazy. Sacrificing humans and babies and stuff atop of the pyramids. But um, anyway, I'm just rambling at this point. Oh, there's just ways to spread the gospel. You guys could do it on social media. You can design your own T-shirts. There's lots of websites you could do that on you could just go to Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine you use Bravo, Firefox and just type in custom design shirts and design them, if you want me to design them for you, I can that's what I do um, that website is com, which is spelled like Brillo like a Brillo pad, B-R-I-L-L-O D-E-L-U-Z dot com. And thankfully you can rewind on this so you can always replay that part. Replay that part. Replay that part. (laughs) Say that. So yeah. um, But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, I just ordered my hoodie or my windbreaker. And um, I'm geeked about that because they're conversational pieces. And there's nowhere that I don't go that people are not looking at it. You know what I mean? So, I know that's working. Aside so Though, the thing is, when I wear the clothing, it gives me up on the stickers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, if I stick up a sticker up, and they see the sticker, and they see me, it's like, it was him. That was the guy that did it. But also, I always pray when I go to, like, restaurants to eat. So, if I'll stick up a sticker on a trash can in the bathroom or something like that, um... You know, and they and they see me praying, and I'm like the only guy that was praying in the restaurant. <laughs> they probably connect the dot too. Like it was probably it was probably that guy that was in there praying earlier. That was, he was the one that probably did that. You know what I mean? So I know that the sticker game is, uh, you know, that's like kind of like an untapped territory. I don't really see too many people doing it unless they're promoting what they're promoting. You know, which is like usually. Music or, and I'm doing the skateboards on the website too. So, that I'm definitely going to bring that back, designing the skateboards, um, because I feel like that's kind of growing. And uh, now we got glow in the dark skateboards, so I'm geeked about that. I'll probably design, I don't know, I know God want me to do that book, so I'm gonna have to get that book together probably tonight or tomorrow, actually, because today's Saturday, so I'm gonna be stupid busy. I actually need to get to work now. But um So yeah, um I just feel like uh, maybe I I don't think I'm going to do this for the members. I think I'll just post something else for them. I'm going to just make this public because really people need to um spread the gospel, you know what I mean? We need to really really go hard right now, and I'm not talking about John 3:16, you know, bumper sticker. Like I'm talking about get creative, like do something because this is what your mission is. Like your mission is to wake other people up, period. You know what I mean? Like that's the mission. We all here on a mission. Like we need to just really start, um, doing what we need to do. You know what I mean? Like if you got to sell some old clothes or donate some old clothes, you know what I mean? Um, So you're blessing homeless people or, you know what I mean? You're blessing people with, I do that all the time. You know what I mean? Like I always, I probably every couple of months I go through my, my clothing inventory and I'm just like, you know, I bought this, but I don't really wear it or this don't fit the way I like it. Or, and then I just put it in the bag and I literally just hand them to homeless people on the corner. But sometimes I'll dump it off in one of those Salvation Army bins or whatever. Those um, thrift store bins that they have outside the thrift store. And then, um, you know, but really I feel like the only thing that we should be saving up is food and water. Like, aside from like food and water and like maybe like medical supplies like Band-Aids and bandages and like first aid kits and, and, and lighters and matches and candles and all that type of stuff, you know, um, we should be like really getting rid of things that we're not using and not that we don't need, you know what I mean? And taking the money from that to build up the food and water and all of that. And again, It doesn't really matter, you know, if you believe in the catching away occurring at a certain time, just know that the Bible is accurate. The Bible talks about famine. The Bible talks about pestilence, you know, so we need to know like those things are going to be needed. Whether it's by us or whether it's by those around us when we're not here, so it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like, I, no one, no one's gonna steal my my childlike faith. Nobody is gonna ch- change change the way that I I feel and think. Nobody's gonna change that because I have a relationship with the Creator. Like I have a relationship with the Lord. The Lord communicates to me, and I know to be prepared, I know to plan ahead, and whatever happens, happens, you know what I mean, like, I'm cool with that, like, whatever happens, happens, you know, if, um if um uh, it's a pre-tribulation rapture, sweet, now, I wrote six books, you know what I mean, and every single book, I'm I'm breaking it down, you know what I mean, to where something's happened, happened in pre-trip. Now, it's up in the air to where does he raise our our spirits out of our body and give us the glorified body? I think that's possible. I think it's I think a lot of things are possible, but one thing I know for sure is when Satan is expelled and kicked out of heaven, and he's here on the earth, there's some type of transitioning happening. If there's going to be more evil, you know, of if, if this, this, the evil spiritual forces are going to be more prevalent in this world. And God is a just God of balance. You know, there's going to be more of spiritual things going on if if revelations is talking about angels are going to fly around the world warning people to not take the mark of the beast in revelations if that if that's what it's saying that and and people are going to see angels flying around warning them to not take the mark of the beast then (laughs) we 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 have to know that you know there's going to be things going on here you know and I'm not saying like, oh, I wrote six books and I know this and I know that. I just know that I've done enough research for myself to cement it in my mind that, you know what it says, first Thessalonians chapter four, verse 17, or is it 14 to 17 where, you know, those will be, those, uh. The dead in Christ will be raised And um, The others will be uh, uh, Caught up to meet the Lord in the air You know So we know there's a meeting That we do That people will meet the Lord in the air And we know that There, there will be some that, that won't see death They won't taste death These are words from Jesus You know what I'm saying That there will be some that won't taste death So So We know that there will be people that go from the corruptible to the incorruptible. They will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, you know, if I receive a glorified body, you know what I mean? Rapture, snatcher, capture, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? I'll be in a glorified state. I'll be immortal. I'll be in an immortal state. Um. That's that's, that's good enough for me (laughs) You know what I mean And being able to communicate with Jesus And the disciples and the angels And God And um, being able to to visit him in heaven You know And just having all the abilities that Jesus had uh, That's good enough for me You know Now whether You know If we're caught up to meet the Lord in the air If we go to heaven And go to the wedding feast And all that at that time I don't know But I'm guessing that does occur before the second coming of Christ when Jesus touches down on the Mount Olives and he's got all of the saints with him because, you know, it doesn't really make sense to to get raptured and then immediately return right back to earth at the same. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't even that doesn't even compute to me, but whatever it is what it is like that's. That's something I'm not trying to engage and get in. I post a lot of different viewpoints and opinions on this. And everybody's entitled to believe what they want to believe. But let me just say this. If it wasn't for me believing in the pre-tribulation rapture and the imminency of the return of Christ, I would be lackadaisical. I would be lazy. I would be a once-saved, always-saved believer. And I know there's people I talk to, they don't they don't believe that either. There's a lot of people that disagree with me. My friends disagree with me. Everybody disagree with me. I got friends that don't believe the earth is flat. I got friends that believe once you're saved, you're always saving. You can never lose your salvation. And they quote me scripture on it. Cool. Live your life the way you want to live it. Because those same people that quote that to me, they smoking, they drinking. You know what I mean? They fornicating, having sex. They doing all kinds of things. I don't fornicate. I don't have sex. I haven't had sex who knows how long, you know. 3 4 years something like that, you know. And that's not really a, a long length of time, you know what I mean? When I'm at like 40, 50, 60 years of no sex, that might be something to to to, to uh talk about, I guess, but anyway, um uh, I I really only came to Christ, you know, seriously about 5 years ago, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. When my dad died He died in 2018 You know So that kinda That kinda Knocked Knocked some sense into me You know what I mean That uh, My dad always thought He was gonna live A real long time You know He was healthy So The fact that uh, He fell off a ladder Broke Broke some bones And then when he went To the hospital All of a sudden They cut off Communication with me And my dad For a couple days And then he calls me I go see talk come see him, go see him, and, and his head shaved, and he's got a huge scar, and I'm like, Dad, did you hit your head? He's like, no, and I'm like, why you got stitches in your head? Oh, they opened my brain up, and they found brain cancer, and I'm like, whoa, like the levity, now nah, levity's not the word, the gravity that I felt, it destroyed me, man, you know what I mean? And I was already dealing with the divorce, you know, and, um, and moving, you know, that's what, how, that's what started the first book. Death, divorce, moving is the three most stressful things that someone could go through in their life. And I went through all three, you know, within a year's time, you know, so rock bottom was where I, where I, where God put me, you know, or I put myself, you know what I mean? And. I knew something was up, you know what I mean, like everything in my life stopped and I had to start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and really trying to figure out what my purpose was, what I'm really supposed to be doing here, you know what I mean, and um, after that moment, it got a hundred times worse, and um, because of the demonic attacks, you know, It's like I wasn't really realizing that I was hunted by Satan. I wasn't really realizing how much of a target I was. And I didn't really realize that he was behind all all this strife and catastrophe and tragedy in my life. And then when I knew, it was like, he the target. Now it's time to fight back. And and ever since then, I've been fighting back. And it's been, it's been a torturous, torturous existence, you know. And, um. I'm still going through it. Today, I know as soon as I step out of the crib, I'm going to go through it. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's going to be problems today. Because every single day, I'm going through it. All day long. I'm just trying to not let it, you know, dent the armor. Let me put on the full armor. Let me close it with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, you said, let me do it this way. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, Yahuwah. Thy kingdom arrive. Thy will will thrive on earth, in earth as it does in heaven. Please, if you may, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive all of those that who have ever that have ever trespassed against us in our life. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, As we forgive those that trespass against us, lead us not in temptation, thank you. Um, but deliver us from all evil, for thine is the power, the glory, and the kingdom forever and ever. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come into your courts in the third of heaven today, flat on our faces. We just beg you for forgiveness. We just beg you for um, strength to, to endure another day, Lord. And we just will pray for all of our family members and friends who... Needed to draw closer to you, Lord We just pray that you, you bring them closer We pray that you uh, detach All negative thoughts of us from them That you detach us from all people that wish us harm And that you cancel all the plans of the enemy That you deliver us from all unclean spirits That you break off all generational curses That you heal us Down to a microscopic level That, um You realign us back to our destiny that you have for us, that you reposition us, that you restructure us, that you continue to to mold and shape us, and that you take control of our life, that you speak for us, that the Holy Spirit intercedes and prays for us, that you just, just do what you do, Lord only way that you can do it you know we thank you for the breath in our lungs for our vision for our hearing for our lungs to keep breathing and our hearts to keep beating and our eyelids to keep blinking (laughs) lord you know we appreciate the dexterity in our limbs and our hands and our feet you know we're thankful for what we do have, whatever it is that we do have, Lord, you know, that we have clothes on, on our body, you know, if we have shoes for our feet, if we have a roof over our head, if we have food in our stomach, Lord, if we have friends that we can bond with and fellowship with and, and, and share moments with Lord, if we just thank you for everything, Lord. And we thank you for you know, even allowing the enemy to, to attack us so much because through that we are becoming perfected. We are learning to to become smarter and to to wise up and to defend ourselves. To learn to respond and react the way that you want us to. To turn the cheek, Lord. To not hold grudges. To not be bitter. To not have jealousy. To not speak profane words. To not use profanity. To not be critical. Or judgmental, to be more loving, to be more kind, to be more compassionate, to endure longer, to suffer more, to have humility. We just thank you for all these things, Lord, and we just pray that you equip us with the full armor of God, starting with the heavenly garments of praise and vengeance, the belts of truth to gird our loins with, the sandals of peace equipped with the readiness, the breastplate of righteousness. The heavenly oils of joy and gladness, the seven heavenly crowns that we will return to you if we make it to heaven, the helmets of salvation, the shields of faith, the swords of the spirit, the cloak of zeal—cloaks of zeal—we seal this all with the bonds of perfectness as we put on charity. And we close out the song, or the, we close out the armor with the twenty-third song. We just ask that you comfort us and remove all fear from us as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And um we just ask that you completely infuse us with all of the fruits of the Spirit, Lord. You know, meekness, humbleness, everything, you know. That you have the Holy Spirit speak for us in situations where we might mess it up. We just ask that, that Jesus takes the will and he takes over and takes control. Yahushua, because we know Yahushua comes in his father's name, Yahuwah, the Yaz. you know. So, um, we love you, Lord, and we're just thankful for your patience. And sometimes it's tough because sometimes when we finally get it right, <laughs> we wait for everybody else, you know. But we just pray that, but that during this waiting process, during this, um, tarrying that Pastor Sandy was speaking about, during the tarrying that, um, you know, that uh, you, you you still keep us close to you. That that you don't lose any more sheep. And there's been a lot of moon activity this week. First week of April, Lord. So I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm very, very hopeful of a pre-tribulation rapture, Lord. And um, I believe I have childlike faith in that, Lord. And... I know all things are possible and whether it's a pre-tribulation rapture or not, Lord, whatever you do is good, you know? So, but I do pray to be caught up with you, Lord, as, as thousands and thousands and thousands of others, you know, are hopeful and believe it that, because we're, we're going through a lot, Lord, on a spiritual level. Nobody knows what everybody else is going through. You know what I mean? So you know what we're going through, Lord. You know how, how much we long to be with you, how excited and anxious we are for your appearing. There's a crown for that. So we know that there's nothing wrong for us to expect your appearing. There's nothing wrong for us to long, to be caught up, to meet you in the clouds, Lord. You know what I mean? And we know that uh, that you admire that, that you that you want us to want you. And we do. We want you, Lord. And we want to be with you as soon as possible. We don't want to be here for the great tribulation. We know that you said in your word, the elect will not endure your wrath. We know that the elect will not endure your wrath. And these past three and a half years, Lord, man, it's been tough, you know. And there's been a lot going on around the world, Lord. A lot, you know, earthquakes, um, tornadoes. Flooding, a lot of death, a lot of casualties, a lot of crime. Crime is such a huge topic in the podcast world. You know, crime is such a huge topic, and anybody that follow those crime podcasts, you know, even with, with the the lady mischief business that decapitated her boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? We know that she was under demonic possession. A lot of people are under demonic possession, you know, the, the The kid that uh that killed his mother with the sledgehammer, you know, we just pr- pray for those families, Lord, you know, we pray for all the people that are victims of this wickedness and this evil, Lord, we know you told us to abstain from all appearances of evil, Lord, we just hope that you keep us from doing that, because the world is evil, it's everywhere, so we just pray, Lord, that you keep us from the darkness that you shield us and protect us. And um, whatever your plan is, Lord, we know it's a good plan. Um, but yeah, we, we pray to not endure your wrath. We We want to stay obedient, Lord, and we fall off. We're not perfect, Lord, and we feel horrible when we make those mistakes. We don't know why we return to the vomit like a dog does, Lord. We don't know why we continue to sin and do the things that we do, Lord, but we're thankful that you, you, you provided a savior for us, Lord, and your son, Yahushua. So we thank you, Father. We thank you. We love you. And we just pray that we can weather the storm and get through it the best that we can. And um, we know that your your plan is perfect. And we just uh, we just pray for more laborers in the field, Lord. Pray for more people to go out there and start putting in work. The more people that we can get to spread your gospel through clothing, through stickers, through social media, through prison ministry. Buying books and gifting them to people, you know, random people, you know. Buying a, a book about Jesus and just putting it on a random person's doorstep. Whatever we got to do, Lord. We know that there's always a, a reason and a meaning for it. And uh, and we know that your, your word will not return to your void. We know that heaven and earth will pass away one day but your word will remain forever. So we want to be in your word so we could be there with you forever. In Yahushua's heavenly name we pray, amen.